brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. All right, hey, what's up? It's your boy Aaron coming to you from the uh, ragged edge of the American Empire. Uh, you know we haven't done the show for a while because uh, I'm on an extended work trip. And uh, we, uh, you know, I intended to do these earlier, but um, I got had to kind of prioritize work and get in the rhythm of things around here. So now I'm all settled in and ready to uh, record some stuff. Uh, i got to be honest, this feels really awkward and weird. I'm uh, not used to doing this by myself talking at my computer screen but uh we'll get through it um some more changes coming for the show uh cody's working on um investing in for some infrastructure and building a website that we can host our videos on and kind of have like a collaborative portal there to share things and uh, stimulate some conversation and some interaction um it's you know pretty obvious the big tech uh, social media uh, situation is on some fully dystopian surveillance state uh, thought police shit and that's cool you know that's their thing they built it um it's okay but uh it's clearly not a not fertile ground for uh growing um you know new communities of uh whatever so it's all it's all good but uh we're working on getting our own thing going but for the time being happy to hang this stuff on youtube and telegram and bit shoot uh so continue to look for it there okay so i'm um, not going to do my normal thing uh, where I, you know, point at what's uh, nonsensical and ridiculous and evil in Babylon. Um, I've had a lot of time to think out here and read and study and kind of get some clarity, and I thought um, I'd present something here that might be useful to people that are kind of feeling the feeling the pressure from uh, what's going on in, in our world, the entire world, but our country specifically, and um this is how I'm dealing with it, and so this isn't advice. This is just kind of what what I've been doing to stay sane and stay clear and stay positive uh, amidst all this stuff. And um, lest anybody think this is any of this came out of my brain, this is simple regurgitation of the things that I've been reading and studying and practicing in my life. So this is not me um, coming up with any of these terms that are in here or or any of these things. This is just me. I you know. Sorry for any of the military people that hate PowerPoint, but I put a PowerPoint together to kind of show um, what I've been into lately and what's been giving me uh, strength and clarity and and all that. Um, okay, so what I'm talking about is generally in living from the center of ourselves outward. And 
I know that sounds weird, and a lot of this stuff is going to sound kind of metaphysical or religious or spiritual or weird, but I promise that um, this is useful for even, you know, the staunchest uh, materialists. So uh, let's get into it. Okay, so we'll start with a fundamental question. Are we more than our material form? You know, are we just um, cells and flesh and bone, and when we die, we turn to dirt and worms eat us? Or... Um, are we in touch with some other transcendent reality? Okay, so this is a this is the fundamental question um, that's the basis for religion and spiritual practices. And my point is, it doesn't matter um, for this conversation. Now, it can matter. You know, those of us or those of you that are um, have a spiritual practice or are oriented that way are going to get um, a different thing out of this. But what I'm trying to show you here is that even for somebody that just believes that all there is, is the physical material reality of this world. Um, what I'm going to demonstrate to you is that this kind of practice of operating from the center of yourself is useful and pragmatic. Okay. So this is based in pragmatism and it's, and it's a defense against, um, all the information and input that we're constantly bombarded with. So we don't have to answer that question, but put it in your mind and answer it for yourself. Um, you've heard Cody and I talk about 3D and 5D consciousness. This is kind of a, you know, a lot of people bandy that term around, and it can mean different things to different people. I'm just using those as placeholders to kind of separate um, the transcendent reality of our, the transcendent nature of reality and the kind of physical material reality. So you'll see that dashed line. If you're just listening, then what you're, what's on the screen is um, a picture of a man, and he's... Uh, attached by a tether or any kind you know a tether or a rope or whatever to a foundation okay so he's kind of floating um, you can picture him in water or in ether he's suspended in some sort of medium okay so he's suspended in a medium and he's attached to um, a foundation and that'll make more sense later but um, and we've I've, you'll see a red arrow that's pointing up that's him you know his ascendant path so for spiritual people, that's, you know, a spiritual path, the path towards, you know, eternal life or the everlasting or all that. But for a materialist, it's simply his progress through life. Even a materialist, you know, non-spiritual person will have an orientation in life towards, you know, a better form of existence, some improvement on their current situation, some path that they are endeavoring to um, travel upon. So... For our purposes, though, that we'll just call this the transcendent path, the ascendant path. This guy's trying to elevate. He's trying to become better. He's trying to become more powerful in the world, you know, just generally, objectively better towards the good, towards what's true and light and beautiful, all that, okay? Um, and, you know, I'm separating the 5D and the 3D. When I'm talking about 5D, I'm talking about higher consciousness, your eternal soul, um, your higher vibratory frequencies, um, the metaphysical reality, and before people, you know, get all spun out about metaphysics and everything, it's like we are at a point in our understanding of science where the metaphysical is becoming proven mathematically. You know, things that have been understand understood for centuries by, you know, the occult and esoteric um, practitioners are now becoming proven mathematically by physicists and things like that. So metaphysical, physical, they're becoming, there's a confluence of those things, and the things that are super bugged out and trippy are becoming kind of like proven reality via math, you know, via abstractions and math, but still. Um, talking about increased personal power and then contact with the transcendent, those type of things. And then down in the 3D material reality, we're talking about wellness, happiness, productivity, focused effort, stability, discernment, you know, your ability to tell truth from bullshit, 
um, knowledge, freedom, purpose. These things are tangible, um, pragmatic um, things that you can anchor in your material reality. So I'm just showing this to pose the question about you know material form and your beliefs, but also to frame it in a way that um, is useful for anybody. Okay. So back to our guy. All right, here's our guy again. And this could be anybody. This is me, you, anybody. This is a person in the modern world, okay? And again, he's um, attached via a tether to a foundation, and he's kind of floating in this ether. And the longer that tether is, the further outside of that path, his ascendant path, he could go. So the shorter the tether, you know, the, the less lateral movement he's got in that path, okay? So what we're going to be talking about is keeping that tether short, um, and being attached to your foundation. So you see arrayed above and around him um, a bunch of depictions of different kinds of screens and media stuff. So it's technology blasting coded information at this guy at all times. Okay, So he's subject to uh, a deluge of constant um, bombardment of information. Okay, And the effect that that has is at a certain point he becomes completely um, surrounded by that and he's in this matrix reality of coded information the information that he consumes either directly via media or via interactions with people that have consumed the media form his reality, okay? So this is the situation that we're in now, okay? Um, we are subject, whether we choose to be or not, to all of these inputs all of the time, okay? And it's hard to get around them. It's the electromagnetic spectrum is permeating our entire environment, and they are blasting coded information at us. We consume it willingly. We are subject to it unwillingly, but... but that's the situation we're in, okay? Okay, more about the foundation, all right? So our guy is, again, floating in the ether. And just, this is an abstract concept, but it's, he's, he's, it's just to, in order to visualize something, okay? So he's, he's floating, but he's anchored. And the thing that he, and, and these are not all-encompassing, but these are examples of the things that form, um, form your foundation, okay? Your base, your rock, uh, family, truth, morality, logic, earned knowledge, experience and wisdom, practice and faith, skill, love, ethics. These are, and again, this is not for me to tell you um, what these things mean. You, this is your um, experience in these things that create your foundation. So these are going to mean different things to different people, but these are examples of the kind of personal um, knowledge and experiences that you can have to, that you have to anchor yourself to. These are um, outside of and uh, apart from the coded information that's being blasted at you from culture, okay? Okay, so here's our guy again. He's floating in the ether. His tether's a little long there, and he's subject to um, all of this input. Okay, now you see the forces um, being levied against him. So there's, you know, I just used whatever graphics were available in this crappy program, but it's forces that are moving him outside of his path. And you see that with that long tether, he's far away from his base. He's being pulled up and out and off of his path, okay? Then eventually what happens is he is off his path. His path is hard to discern, and he is surrounded in the matrix reality, and he's um, consumed by it. So he's, which you can see if you're uh, just listening, on, <clears throat> is the man is now kind of uh, in the center of a big ball of ones and zeros, okay? He's now been pulled you know, laterally off of his path, and he's suspended, and he's disconnected from his foundation. He's connected to it, but he's it's far in the distance, and he's um, he's been torn away. And again, it goes both ways. This is the left-right paradigm, the polarity thing. At various times in people's lives, they'll swing from one extreme to another. You know, hippies will become 
captains of industry and tech giants will become, you know, social justice warriors or whatever. They're being pulled back and forth by these forces that, that are being, you know, aimed at them. Okay. Okay. So now we've got guy number two. All right. So this is the first guy was, you know, um, not operating on, on a strong foundation and was susceptible to, you know, all of these forces that were arrayed against him. And he was being pulled off of his path. This guy, you can see that he's kind of a more powerful looking guy. He's, he's got a short tether. He's on a solid foundation of truth and morality. And again, and I'm not trying to describe to you or ascribe my morality to you or my ethics. I'm just saying you construct that for yourself based on your, however you do that. But um, you use that to build your base. So here's this guy. He's, his path is clear. He's anchored to a strong foundation of truth and morality, and he's ready to deal with all of the input that's, that he's about to receive. Okay. And he has established for himself an eternal locus of control. Okay, so this is a term you may have heard before. It's a pretty common psychological term, but um, we'll, get into, we'll get into more about how he's able to do that. But the effect that it has is he, instead of um, allowing all that input to come in and surround him and subsume him and control him and create his reality, he is rooted in his base and he's established an eternal locus of control. So he is operating from his principles and he is discerning about the information that comes in. So he's using all of the skills at his disposal, all of his learning, all of his knowledge, all of his wisdom, all of his spiritual practice, all of his understanding about reality and the transcendent nature of man and all that stuff to separate bullshit from reality. So all those arrows and all that input is still coming at him. He's able to see that matrix reality. He's discerning. He sees it for what it is, and he allows in that which is useful to him. So you see some of those arrows come in, and he's able to absorb them and use them because not all of the input is bad. Not all of the matrix reality is bullshit. Not all of it is terrible, ugly, or evil. Some of it is useful. So he's discerning. He's got a barrier between him and uh, the deluge of information. And that barrier gives him enough time to be discerning and allow in which is useful and keep out which is harmful. Okay. So the internal locus of control, can, we can kind of think of it like this. I control my circumstances versus my circumstances control me. Okay, so we've got our guy standing here, and there's two circles, a big circle, and inside the big circle is a small circle. On the outer circle, the larger circle is the circle of things you have no control over. Um, so these are things like the economy, surveillance state, celebrities, COVID-19, traffic, race riots, terrorism, MAGA people putting their feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk, and then causing a bunch of um, police state shit for the rest of us. Um, unexpected tragedies, Antifa, politics, weather, sports, all this shit, okay? You don't control any of it, um, but it's there. And then that inner circle is the circle of things that you influence and change. So these are things like your worldview, uh, your diet, unless you're in prison or something and you can't control your food, but whatever. Uh, morality, ethics, again, not for me to describe for you, but for you to um, ascertain for yourself. Gratitude, um, your attitude exercise, you know, your personal health, um, discernment, your, what, what have you invested in your skill in discerning reality from nonsense? So all the self-development stuff. There's a couple in the center there that are um, a larger conversation, but I put them in here because I believe they're important. 
um, the fractal nature of reality and pattern recognition. So you can invest in uh, in studying and learning and understanding that, you know, all of these things are cyclical throughout our human history, okay? So we're just, um, we're just witnessing uh, the decline of yet another culture, okay? And it's happening for various reasons, and it's all part of uh, this cycle. Things, things are born, die, um, you know, degenerate, and then out of that, you know, blooms something new. So that understanding allows you to be calm and, and think, okay, this is crumbling, this is dying, this is degenerating. What great thing can spring up from the soil that it creates? Things like that. So um, understanding the fractal nature of reality, how um, these patterns exist all throughout nature, all throughout mathematics, all throughout everything, the same kind of patterns. And this is a way larger discussion, but these patterns are, you know, we find them everywhere. And so you can develop your ability to spot those patterns and see things for what they are. Instead of um, having the media describe for you what reality is, you can spot the patterns yourself and go, no, this is what this is. This is the same thing that happened, you know, in 500 AD with these people or whatever. It's this cyclical nature of things. And um, you can develop your pattern recognition and strengthen your internal locus of control that way. Okay, so the purpose of that is all to say that we can develop the skill to live from the center of ourselves outward instead of living from the input provided from the screens inward, okay? So this is all about you centering yourself and projecting uh, your internal locus of control outward, and that creates your reality. So this can either be a super bugged out, like, metaphysical thing or not. So, you know, people that are into it would call this, like, manifesting, right? This is, like, the secret. Like, your thoughts become reality, all this other shit. Kind of. Maybe. But in to a pragmatic materialist, this is simply shutting off all the noise, staying, de de deciding for yourself what is true and good and moral and ethical and what is the right path to be on and clearly describing to yourself what you need to build in life and then shutting off the distraction and building it okay so this is not as trippy as it kind of can sound but it also could be you know like it's it's both of those things okay so but this is you this is a guy the picture he's he's in alignment his heart his brain his path are all aligned okay and he's tethered to his strong foundation and he's got an he's created a barrier between all the input and himself so as these things come in He's able to calmly see them for what they are, not um, react to them, you know, not to take it personally, not to be afraid, not to do any of those things, just to deal with what things as they come, be discerning, be calmly discerning, and project his reality outward instead of consuming the reality that's fed to him, okay? This makes you a very powerful person, okay? I'm not talking about powerful like, uh, you know, you're going to take over a country. I'm talking about your personal trajectory through life um, is aided by this. Okay, so going back to our first guy that's trapped in the, in the matrix bubble of bullshit there. This is what he is susceptible to because he has not developed um, a skill set in tuning out all the nonsense. He is susceptible to lies, misinformation, fear, despair, suspicion, confusion, endless distraction, uh, absolutes and binaries. So that's how they're controlling us with these absolutes and binaries. You're this or you're that. If you're not this, you're that. You're the left or you're the right. You're MAGA or you're Antifa. 
Um, these are all fake false binaries that are nonsense, and they're like we like with the battery, the polarity thing. So um, this is what you're susceptible to. Now, conversely, when you are aligned with truth and on your ascendant path and operating from an internal locus of control and uh, developed your ability to be discerning and um, you are now open to these things like wonder, honor, gratitude, confidence, strength, stability, logos, being true with your words, to, you know, being in, in concert with the truth, um, amazement and novelty. So these are amazement and novelty appreciation for novelty is um, an alternative to disgust, despair, dismay. You know, my before you develop this stuff, when you look at the news or you look at the media and you look at what's going on, you're it's revolting. It's insane. It's in, inverted. It's completely a distortion of truth. It's it's all bad. It's degenerating, right? But once you get some some calm clarity about it, you're kind of able to look at it and be like, <laughs> yeah, this is a trip. Like this shit is. Uh, falling apart and then you can be open to um, the amazing possibilities of what comes next like this shit turns into soil and then out of the soil grows new shit that's it so it's an it's it's your opportunity to take whatever perspective on it you want there's nothing to gain by outrage and despair you you don't win you don't uh, you don't get any further ahead um, in despair so I'm kind of like appreciative of the novelty of the whole thing. It's like a very interesting time to be alive and um and I choose to just kind of uh kind of be uh really amazed <laughs> simultaneously amazed and amused by what's going on. I know a lot of it's bad. A lot of people are going to be in a lot of pain as this thing changes and people are that aren't that aren't waking up to the nature of this reality are really going to suffer because they're going to hold on with all their might to this thing that isn't theirs and this thing that they can't control and they're not going to invest in themselves and their um, personal you know locus internal locus of control and it's going to be tough but for people that can see it for what it is i think that there's a lot of opportunity and um uh i think it's a, it's kind of an amazing time to see this all happening um Okay, so how do you do this? How do you, what what resources are available? How do you train yourself to um, achieve this kind of state of internal calm control? Um, these are these are I don't know. You know, this is not advice, but this is what I've been studying a lot. Um, so these are in in the first three are in order on purpose because that's kind of the way that um, that I fell into this. I was an atheist for most of my life. I just really believed that like, yeah, it was kind of an accident. Something exploded. <laughs> and a bunch of wild shit happened and the perfect um, circumstances arose that could support life and we're on a spinning ball that's flying through the universe and all this crazy shit I believe like the, I had you know you talk about faith I had faith in the scientific explanation that was given to me which is a bigger leap of faith than, than any other leap of faith but I digress so um, it started with studying logic so Logic. So, you know, Aristotle, Sir Francis Bacon, um, any of the, the modern writers about logic, there's no end to um, kind of these kind of short and it's a very, logic's very complicated, it's very hard to learn, but you can learn some of the basic tenets of it and it kind of retools your mind. And, um, you know, a lot of people get into logic because they want to win arguments, it's like a pretty common thing, but y you should get into it to really understand uh, the structure of um the structure of it all, and uh, it gives you a framework for for you to 
build your ability to be discerning and to suss out the truth from nonsense. So logic will lead you to philosophy. So Aristotle, Pythagoras, Plato, uh, C.S. Lewis, I can't read enough, um, C.S. Lewis. Um, and then when you, when you really start reading about logic and philosophy, it kind of leads you towards religion and spirituality. Like you start to understand through logic and through reading the philosophers that um, it's it's way more of a leap of faith to to be an atheist than it is to be to believe in the, uh, some sort of transcendent reality. And I'm not talking about Christianity specifically or any religion. I, I'm happy to uh, exchange with anybody that just believes that there's some something else other than the material reality, and then that's a starting point at least. You know, there, there's all kinds of different ways to approach it. There's you know theists that are pagans and have multi gods, and you know all these kind of things are. I'm I'm cool with all of it. Like it's I don't have it all figured out, right? I'm still trying to work my way through this, but um, I think that those things kind of fall follow each other in a logical sequence. Okay, so prayer and meditation, you get a practice going, right? And you prove to yourself through these things. You can demonstrate. Um, it's really hard to describe, but you can kind of demonstrate to yourself um, the existence of this transcendent reality through prayer and meditation. Holistic health and healing, okay, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying don't go to the doctor, but I am saying that our modern medical system is hopelessly entangled with economics and politics, and, um, you know, these people are selling you something, all right, and I'm not sure that what they're selling is something I need to be buying all the time, so I'm going to do absolutely everything that's in my power to approach uh, my personal health in a holistic way, um, and, and that's that. Okay, now we're going to get into some weird shit, so <laughs> bear with me. Um, hemisync, resonant tuning, electromagnetism. Okay, so I fell into this by reading these uh, declassified CIA documents where they did a, um, a study on the Monroe Institute in the 1970s. You can go on the internet and read all about it, but this is how um, the CIA got into, like, you know, astral projection and all that kind of weird shit, that, you know, the Men at Stare Goats movie and all that. But aside from all that remote viewing and shit that I don't know about, the hemisync thing is pretty amazing. It's a system by which you are using stereo headphones and it plays um, these two separate tones that become resonant and where they meet in the middle is kind of this new tone that you hear. And it's about syncing um, your your electromagnetic um, system of your body in with this tune. And, uh, re you know, you do this resonant tuning thing, but I, I don't know exactly know how it all works, but the effect that it has is you're able... Um, I'm not that deep into it. It's a bunch of different lessons, but thus far, um, I'm able to achieve this effect where you can basically put your entire body to sleep where you feel no sensation of your body whatsoever. It feels like you're detached from it completely, but your mind is wide awake and fully alert. I find it very um, relaxing and reinvigorating. It's like taking a break from the constraints and pain and tension and all that shit that you feel when you're in a human body. You can be pulled out of that, and it's pretty amazing. I'm super into it. Um, anyways, and then seek help. So not all the Internet is evil. Um, there's tons of free lectures on the Internet. You can uh, you can consume no end of, like, Yale, Harvard, Princeton, whatever, um, world-class lectures on the Internet for free. There's free books all over the Internet. Um, be careful of gurus. Uh, I think a lot of them are creeps that are just trying to like bang housewives or whatever um but if you find somebody that's a spiritual leader that you can tune into that doesn't seem like a weirdo then cool 
um, and then develop a personal practice about around any of this. If it's whatever, if it's prayer, if it's meditation, if it's yoga, whatever it is, you've got to do something that, that takes you out of your body and out of your material existence and puts you in touch with um, the transcendent. That's my opinion. Uh, find a community of like-minded people. Um, and if you can't find a community, build one. Um, a lot of people are trying to do that very thing. Like, um, this is going to sound weird, but uh, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of TikTok since I've been out here. Uh, I know that it's fucking evil and it exports all your data to China or whatever. But the interesting thing about it is um, it kind of, you know, it gives you, it feeds you what you're interested in. It, you know, its algorithm works pretty well. But uh, as far as I can see, there are tons of people in the United States waking up to all this shit that we just were just talking about, that I was just blabbing on about. Um, young people too, like people from all different walks of life, all different races are, it's like spiritual TikTok or whatever they call it, but like it's people that are hip to all the shit that's going on and they're, instead of adopting like a super negative attitude about it, they're stoked. They're like, yeah, yeah, this thing that sucks is fucking dying and we're going to build something better, uh, in behind it. So, um, I find it pretty uplifting. I don't recommend you go on TikTok cause it's super fucked up probably, but, um, but there it is. And um, train your family. So, you know, buy, don't train them, like, <clears throat> tell them what to do. I just mean, you know, people are going to notice if you start adopting these um, these changes that people are going to notice. And um, you can help other people get some relief. You know, you can help other people stop reacting to the screens and spazzing out about everything by, by your example, basically, is the gist of it. All right. So... That was it, pretty quick. Um, I think I'll get back to my normal uh, pointing and laughing and ridiculing because there's a lot of wild shit going on. Like the <laughs> the GameStop thing is hilarious, um, dude. They made that uh, fucking trans dude the health secretary. <laughs> Nothing against trans people, but like, dude, you're not healthy. Like, don't tell me about my health. Like, you look nuts. Like, you're an obese, crazy person. Like, that's what, it's not the trans thing, it kind of is, but, like, you cut your dick off, like, let's be real, but, hey, no, whatever, you know, there's no end to the crazy shit that's going on, the Biden administration is nuts, um, so I'm looking forward to, like, putting some shit together, uh, the next few days, and then, uh, we, we can have some laughs, but, um, yeah, hit me up if you're interested in any of this weird shit that I just laid on you, um, I, uh, I'm serious, though, I, uh, I've found a lot of, uh, calm relief from, adopting these practices and you don't really benefit by uh being mad at what's going on i mean it's objectively fucking bad like this shit is it's objectively not good you know but uh but whatever you know what can you do besides uh stay on your path and uh ascend all right i guess that's it this is awkward and weird but uh you know i'll probably get into the groove of it next time or whatever all right talk to y'all soon later If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.